Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, Pia. Hi, Emily. Um, Pia was talking all kinds of shit about Anne-Marie before we hit record. Just want to call yeah. her out for that. It was fun. Yeah, there's like certain things I could not say out, out loud because uh, – yeah. Confidentiality. Confident. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literal. Con- uh, but no, we. what really caught both of us is the after show. If you guys did not catch the after show this past week, watch it just to see how stupid Anne-Marie is. I honestly was flabbergasted. The words that were coming out of her mouth. I. It was one of those things where I just, I really, <laughs> it to a point where I almost felt a little bit, I felt bad for her because like, this is a woman who has been taught, like, ha- to me, and this is not even me being, like, mean. This, her husband, I feel like, has put her self-esteem down so much that she doesn't even realize it. Yes. It's it's actually really sad to me because I don't, I think that she is a beautiful person. And for someone to talk about herself that way and think that it's true is really disheartening and sad. And, like, um, I think that. If we're giving out ratings, Anne Marie should be able to rate her husband. What do you rate your husband? Because he got to be a negative two point five. Like he's giving out eight, eight and a half. So like, what does he think he is? Well, also now it makes those allegations that came out the the lawsuit from the nineties where he allegedly a woman in college. Mm-hmm. It just makes him. It's like painting him in a worse light, and it's almost like becoming damning evidence the things that she says about him as a positive. Yeah, it's As like a it positive. Get, he says to you, "You're an eight point five, and she's like, "Cause I am. Like, I'm not a 10. That that hurt my that hurt me so much when she said that. Even and she I, looked around at the producers too, like, right? They're like, "No, no, that's not." Mm-mm. I do not like Anne Marie, and I'm Anna Marie, and I'm I don't. But that hurt me that she felt she really believes that. Like that hurt me as a woman. Like, yeah. Get away from that fucking disgusting piece of shit. Piece of shit man has convinced her that this is a compliment and that this is what she should she should want. No, like I wonder if, but I I wonder if they Andy will say something like this at the reunion to her. Would you want your daughters to accept that type of talk from their partner? And she's probably so uh, indoctrinated into this into these thought process that she'd be like, I want my daughters to be realistic. Yeah. You know she would. You know that's what she's going to say. <sighs> I know that's what she's going to say because she is trying not to contradict herself. But like if it actually happened, I feel yeah. like she it, it would probably, if someone actually did that to her daughter, I feel like it really would jolt her. Because I feel like everything is in concept, you know, you can think that that's what you're going to do. But if it happened, like you, you really, okay. The after show had also that really weird moment with Kyle and Erica. I mean, Erica didn't know what to say because Kyle is so uncomfortable talking about this stuff openly about how she doesn't like Mauricio liking and following, you know, like Instagram thoughts. Yeah. So she's still not comfortable saying it. So the nervous giggling and whatnot, it makes like, it made Erica not know what to do. She's like, well, you know, 
Kyle, what are you going to do? Like, ooh, I feel like Eric. No one knows what to say. And it's also really hard to be Kyle's friend because you can't really say everything Mm -hmm. you think because she's so sensitive and everything is a slight to her if you're not like saying what she wants. What's on her, what's in her her box of acceptable words. So I feel like Erica is really just playing <laughs> like she's like mm, I'm just gonna like yeah she's like I don't know what to say and you know I don't know what to say so I'm just yeah. gonna say I don't know what to say Kyle yeah yeah she 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 learned from what Dory went through she's like I'm not interested I yeah. have my own, I have my own I, yeah, problems. I'm trying to get through this season and make people forget about all the other yeah, seasons yeah it's like I just had I had a whole Denise thing that I didn't see coming <laughs> yeah, she almost exactly. put a she almost put a wrench in my whole like in my whole redemption season. Arc. <laughs> <laughs> she really, I really tried the empathy thing, and she really fucked me up. She really so. didn't do too good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we go into that, let's do Miami because I actually didn't have too much to say about Miami. It was. Yeah. It was. I wouldn't say it's a filler episode. They. A lot of them can kind of have that filler feel to them because it's yeah. more just about like dynamics and they're entertaining regardless. I mean, I thought it had more content technically than Beverly Hills, I thought. Yeah. Well, it, like, or it actually might have been even to me. I feel like it yeah, was – Yeah, I would put it as kind of yeah. tied. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. In this episode, I felt really bad for Nicole because the fact that Adriana's not getting singled out but – she is and like not getting invited to the group event because of the whole Anna thing. That is, that is stupid. And that is because Alexia is completely jealous of Nicole. And also it's just so funny because they keep thinking it's about Marisol and it has nothing to do with Marisol at all, actually. It has everything to do with exposing Alexia and they still don't even realize that. Like, I know. They're, like Alexia keeps going, "This is I'm doing this for you, Marisol. I'm defending like, you. It's like, well... No, <laughs> no, like this actually had zero to on. do with Marisol <laughs> at all. She's at she's all. like so proud of herself. She's like, I'm being a really good friend for Marisol right now. Like, bitch, no, you're not. You don't even see the storm that's coming. Yeah, go ahead and for, forgive. Uh, I was going to call her Ariana. Um, Adriana. <laughs> Adriana. <laughs> yeah, and Nicole's like, I'm not going to any more group events until someone apologizes. And I kind of love that. Yeah, like. I I do I feel bad for Dr. Nicole. I like her and I feel like she doesn't deserve the heat that she's getting right now. And even she's like I want I need them to know it's Adriana that did it. Cuz like as as I've said, I think she knew there was some tension, but not to the extent that there clearly I, is. The thing is the way that they're coming at Nicole um Dr. Nicole is as if like I okay, I 100% do not believe that Anna would have been invited had Adriana not asked Agreed. her to be invited. Exactly. So by that. By that alone. She, there, then what, then how is this Dr. Yeah. Nicole's fault? Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- this wouldn't even be an issue. Like, she would not even have been in the conversation. Like. Alexia and Marisol, well, Marisol especially, she had her, her a weird side eye for Nicole when this when this reboot first happened. She was one of the new people, and Nicole wasn't down with Larsa right away. She didn't know Larsa personally, and she had, before filming, she had a gathering of all the women that Larsa wasn't invited to, because as she said to them, like, well, I don't know Larsa. Right. And Marisol, like, took that and ran with it. And was like, I don't trust you, Nicole. And it was like a couple – it was like two seasons of a little bit of a war between yeah. them. 
And so now it's like Marisol has found proof again. See, I knew not to trust her. And Alexia just looks jealous to me. Alexia just seems like really envious of Nicole because there's no reason for them to hate her this much. Invite her to your stupid event so that she can explain herself. Yeah. Don't have Adriana there. To not even give her the opportunity to defend herself is like a little sus to me. It's like, okay, what mm-hmm. are, is there something that you need to be hiding? Why you don't want, like, what is she, what do you mm. think she, what, what, this is what I want to know. That's a good point. What do you think Nicole's end goal was for inviting Anna in your opinion? Like, for uh, if that's what they're going with. Like, what does she want to have come from that? Like, what, like, obviously if they think that she invited Anna, um, Anna there for a reason, it's to to do what? To expose what? Like, if you have nothing to expose, then what's the issue? Mm. If anything, it was – like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's all weird to me. And it's also I, – I would have had more respect for Marisol if she didn't invite Adriana, at least. Because at least she – That's was, what I'm she, saying. She would have been consistent. Yeah, because if you're that upset about it, then Adriana should now be completely off your list as well. And then I then I went back on that thought when she, I think they had said – well, Adriana said that um, uh, Nicole invited her. So then I was like, okay, maybe they didn't know that Adriana invited her. So I was like. But then Adriana at the party admits I it. know. Yeah. Then later, then that, I was like, so no, but you guys, you just and want they're to And they're like, look, we just already don't like Adriana. So like, there's no, there's nothing new there. It's okay, very, but <laughs> they're giving me like Heather Gay vibes, like where like Heather decides uh, when she wants to be mad at someone, depending on like what selective her outrage. Is. Right? Yes, yes, selective outrage. It's like they did the same thing, or someone did worse, in my opinion. And it's mm-hmm. always the person that does the least that you get the most mad at, and the person who does the most, you get no repercussions at all. Actually, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's it's very odd. Um, the other Displaced thing that was anger. Yeah. The other thing that was cute in this episode was when uh, Lisa takes her son to the bank and he has his little glasses and his little his little safe. Yes. Okay, that was too damn cute. Honestly, kids banking in general oh. is always so cute. We had like we had a little banking system at my like elementary Aww. school. Yeah, like they actually had uh, the I think it was Bank of America. They had like representatives that would come to our school and it would be called bank day and we like, they taught us how that to open r- up a that's amazing yeah and they so they would like go into an empty room and then everybody like would get to come and they would have students be tellers and like obviously they're watching and it's all real like yeah and we would learn how to write fill out the little thing and then you would give money and you, they, they would put it in the, the thing they obviously had adults and stuff like that supervising and then they they we started like i had like a little bank book that's amazing yeah and I had like I, I had savings in there for years uh, that I was just in there. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but like. But no, it taught like, you. Yeah, it taught me how to like open a, an account, how to save. And there was like money in there and how to track it in like a little book. But this was, was this the a 90s. public school? No. Oh, no. I went to a private school. I was going to say. I went to a public elementary school and we definitely didn't get that type of shit. Yeah, I went to a very, very small Catholic school. Mm. I went um, there. I went to one of those for high school, but for I was going to say, damn, like my elementary school, we did not get that. Yeah, I I went to the same school for twelve years. Well, at least it was worth yeah. the money. At yes. least that private school tuition was worth it because that is some valuable education. Yes, I was very, very grateful to my mom. I did not know how she did that because she like we were. By the way, we were not 
rich. So like it's Sean always makes fun of me. She's he was like, I don't understand it. Like, I know you guys weren't rich growing up. And like when I say not rich, like we were on food stamps at, at portions of my life. Really? And my mom Yes. My mom, cause like my mom lost her job at like for a few years, like during the recession, stuff like mm. that. Like we always, but my mom is Caribbean and Caribbean people, they know how to move money around. It is insane. <laughs> really? My mom would do like really cool stuff. Like she would, if she was going to be short on my like tuition or something, she would bargain with them and she would be like, uh, I can clean the school for you guys. And she would do stuff like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. She would, she's very creative. Look at that! Yeah, I'm. I honestly, I I, I take care of my mom. I I every day I try to work hard because she deserves the best. This woman, single mom, no help from my um dad, paid for that completely by herself. Wow! And she and she, and she also helped because she didn't want you on ADD medication. I know. And she literally and she, like did school with yeah, you. Yeah, she would make tests for me. She would study with me. She would help me with every single like my, like. While Damn. working a full time job, and then like periods of time, you know, like we just like you know what I mean. We we <sighs> struggled, but like I I would never know that. So like, did you were you ever like embarrassed that your mom was like cleaning the school? Or I didn't like know that? Or you, she you was doing aware. it. She would do it. Wow. At night. She would do it like when like my Shut friends wouldn't be up. around, so, she, so they wouldn't know. Pia, she's a fucking hero. No, she's a badass. Damn. She's a badass. I'm like honestly badass. Sheila, right? No, Leslie. Leslie. Who's uh-huh. Sheila? <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, she's a badass. No, Damn. she really, really is. I'm so grateful for her. So shout out to my mommy. Shout <laughs> out. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you that Lisa Lisa wants to say she could hustle like that, but I don't I don't think she would. She's That's like, why I get I get so irritated with Lisa, because it's like make the sacrifices. For your yeah. kids. Yeah. She's like, I started working at Dairy Queen at 13 and Aldo Shoes. I was a go-go dancer, fitness competition. I worked at Hooters. Well, now, would you do any of that now? Probably not because, listen, she does have a job. She's on this show. This right. show pays a hefty amount of money. That's fine. It's just like, it's just common sense at this point. Like, just scale. It's like, I, she's never going to scale down that crazily. It's, she's still going to be really... Living a high life. And damn, she really got lucky because Jody pays half her rent. I'm, I'm, and, I'm done and, with and her. <laughs> what's his face pays the other. Lenny pays the other half. I I'm know. I'm done with her. I'm like, I am just trying to see how I'm going to pay my damn rent this month. On They were on, uh, Lisa and Larsa were on Watch It Happens Live. And they played a game because their their men were the bartenders. So Marcus and Jody were the bartenders. And they played a game like, how, how well does the couple know each other type of thing. Mm-hmm. Larsa and Marcus got every single one pretty much. They are on the same page. I would say Lisa and Jody didn't do too bad. But there was such a like a weird disconnect between them. And then when uh, she like kind of awkwardly admitted that he was paying half her rent. Like I feel like she was thinking and she was saying she didn't need to volunteer it. But I think she was probably doing the math in her head. Like I'm sure there are people tweeting right now. That man pays your rent because that came out that he pays half of her rent and Lenny pays the other half. And the thing is, I'm not I'm not mad at it. If somebody would have pay half my rent. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a hater. Do mm-hmm. it. But I again, I think she's just missing the big picture. It's like her friends are just concerned mm-hmm. that like it's it's like Dr. Nicole, like you always say, I'm sure uh, her her man is paying for a lot of stuff. But like she 
if it went away, she will be fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If if uh, Jody goes away, will you be fine? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the thing. Let him pay half all you want, but are you able to like if that man leaves tomorrow, are you able to pick that pick that uh that tab up? And you should be able to, honestly, with you know what you what she makes from the show and whatnot, and like other sponsors that I'm sure she gets and partnerships. Absolutely. And stuff. The thing is, she just needs to stop act like she just has to to accept that her Lenny's money is not her money anymore. Mm-hmm. So like you just cannot spend like like there's no uh like there's no end to your bank account. That's all. Mm-hmm. But you still are gonna be living such a good life. So, like I can't feel sorry for her in the the money aspect of it. Yes. And I think that th- now what we have with like her issue with Alexia is it's like you of all people brought this up on camera. Like that, like we could have had this conversation by ourselves, but you made the choice to bring this up on camera, right? You of all people, right? So like that's that's the, and Alexia knows it. That's why Alexia is so damn defensive when Lisa Lisa. I love Lisa activated. She before she used to be kind of quiet and she okay. wouldn't she wouldn't say what she was thinking. She would say it like in her confessionals or then like mm. later at the reunion. But I I'm kind of living for her not giving a fuck and coming in hot with Alexia. Because no, Alexia I, deserves I like it. it. Alexia thinks – Alexia's such a bitch, too. Like, I hate using that word in such a literal sense, but she's a bitch when she fights, dude. When Lisa tells her, your delivery's really harsh, and she's like, no, my delivery's not harsh, okay? I say what I say. That's just – that's what I say. That's by no. definition what heart well, – Yeah, Lisa's like, harsh. well, this is how I experienced it, and that's what you're sort of taking away. And she's just a bitch when Alexia fights. It's so mean. Yeah, I mean, honestly, last week was, like, where I really got to see uh, Alexia f- fighting full force. Yeah. I hadn't really seen it before. Um, and I was so annoyed. I just, like we talked about last week, I, I cannot stand a person that argues mm-hmm. and just is loud and not Talks really saying over much. them. Like, that That pisses me off so much. And then like, Marisol was doing extra this time, too. Like, she kept chiming in with some bitchy, like, defense of Alexia. Like, she's calm. She's calm, bro. She's just telling, like, shut up, Marisol. Maybe that's calm for her, which could still be, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I did not like that fight. So I was right there with Gertie when Gertie's like, I need to go. I felt I felt so bad for Gertie. Yeah. She just found out coming in that she's got to get another surgery it's she ha- she probably wants to show up and do her job. That's probably what she's concerned about. Like I have to do my job, but like this is not conducive for that. It's probably so infuriating and frustrating to listen to them literally Ugh. argue about the most mundane, stupid things, and just yeah. just be willfully stubborn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, girls, like you go through what I'm going through, and you'll realize how absolutely asinine it is to be arguing about this. Mm-hmm. Asinine. Yeah. So they thankfully they all like dropped everything and rallied around Gertie, but it's like, girl, you don't need to come to events anymore. Just do your just do scenes from the bed with with your friend Nicole. Right. And then it's like Gertie literally had to beg them to do the bare minimum, which is just listen to each other and try to like move forward. Why is she having to take care of people when she needs to be the one being taken care of? That's so horrible. They're and they're horrible. and they're and it's and I hate that that Gertie felt that like she had to be like okay shut the fuck up and the reason I'm telling you to shut because Lisa's like don't talk to me like that 
when I was like, you need to. So when she's like, okay, fine. Guess what? I do have to get another surgery. I lied. Okay. Now tell me to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. All of them are being very disrespectful. Not all of them. Not all of them are being disrespectful. It's, but also here's the other problem. <laughs> They're doing their show as well. They're right. also like, that's so like Lisa showed up with her agenda and like she can't possibly always be thinking of Gertie, but it's just not conducive to what Gertie's going through. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like anybody that Lisa's kind of done it a couple of times, which kind of irritated me. Anytime anybody comes with Gertie with any sort of attitude, I'm not with it. I really mm-hmm. don't give a fuck what Gertie said. Right now she has cancer. And if anybody even like looks at Gertie wrong, I'm I'm on the defense right now. Like <laughs> absolutely. Like she I already tried to kind of let it go last week with Lisa at that fucking Mother's Day thing. And she come, she's coming again in hot. Like, mm-hmm. bitch. No, Lisa's coming yourself. in way too hot with her. Watch your fucking self now when it comes to Gertie. You can give that heat to everybody else, but you better back the fuck up when it comes yeah. to Gertie. Like, I don't mind you yell, yell at Alexia all you want, but when Gertie steps in and tries to tell you to be quiet, listen. Yeah. I mean, I know I gave um, Larsa a lot of heat in the beginning, and she still will be getting that heat. Um, but Lisa's getting to a close second with my ass. Like, mm-hmm. And they're such besties, so it kind of tracks. That makes that tracks. Right? Hm. How could you do this to me? Question mark. This episode of She Speaks Bravo is brought to you by Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. That's huge. The team at Wild Grain just sent me a new box. So much delicious stuff inside. Let me tell you about it. The croissants. Hands down, the best croissant I've ever eaten in my entire life. No doubt about it. They also gave me the pastas that they're known for. Super easy. There's no thawing required. That's happened a lot where I've gotten subscription boxes that are frozen and you have to thaw it out. I don't think ahead. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. And if you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have that. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks to start your subscription, you heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks. That's wildgrain.com slash she speaks, or you can use promo code she speaks at checkout. The rumors and nastiness about her. All right, that's all I have to say about Beverly Hills. Anything else you want to add? That is Miami. <laughs> I mean, Miami. <laughs> Sorry, because I want to say we're going to Beverly Hills. That's all I have to say about Miami. Let's go to Beverly Hills. Kyle has planned this day trip to Ojai for Anna Marie's birthday and gives us the classic line, because every time she's been around us, it's been chaos. Although, it, they, I guess it isn't chaos on this Ojai trip. I just realized that. I was like, they do go to Ojai and have a nice time. I mean, yeah. That's rare. That never happens. But I think it's like, like, I feel like everyone had to be on their best behavior because they knew what the trip was for. Like, it's kind of like you're kind of an asshole if you cause drama on a trip to mourn someone who just like committed suicide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody knows that they need to be on their best behavior. That's true. That's true. This is a Trump. This is like a Trump card. Like this trumps all the other things, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do get like a glimpse into Kyle's shopping addiction. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's like, I don't blame her though. If you have the funds, if you have the funds, yeah. Because she's like, I buy something every day. Then I was like, I, I want to do I that. I think, I think, but I thought about it and I was like, maybe I do. I think I get an Amazon. I order from online like all the time. I don't know if it's considered shopping though, but kind of. It is definitely shopping. Sometimes it's, it's like like stuff I need, but when I think back to it, like if I have a thought, like you know what I re- like, I just bought a new blanket for my bed. Just like, but you did need that. I did. I I mean honestly. You, I love. I don't. I'm with Kyle. I know. I'm like maybe I don't care on this. If you have the like, there's. If it would be different if she was doing it and like she couldn't afford it because I do that. I do. (laughs) That's what we do all the time. I actually just got a package right before we hopped on this Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think care. every every day I open my door, there's a package. It's the dopamine that happens when that package comes. Yeah. Like I like like a, the package that I'm sending you. Like I saw the tracking thing, and I got a dopamine. I was like, it's coming, it's yeah. coming. <laughs> I love I love I love online shopping. It's fun. I do too. I prefer online shopping. To every time I go into a store, I'm disappointed. I hate going into physical stores. Like I when I, I went it. to a mall uh, last year for I think it was like, I can't remember what year what time of the year that was but it was for my sister's engagement party and I was like I'm gonna go to the mall uh-huh. and find something. It was first of all it was raining and oh, it was like a God. S- partly outdoor mall. Then, well, was it the Grove? No, no, this is it out in Woodland Hills. Oh, okay. Then uh, nothing was cute in the store. Like I went mm-hmm. into a department store. And I was like, I don't like anything here. This is horrible. It was actually kind of depressing. The department store of it all was depressing. That was the worst. Then uh-huh. every other, I went to literally every single fucking store in the mall that would be something I would go to. And Damn. there was just nothing cute. And so I was like, this is why I shop online. Honestly, online shopping is the best. And most places have really great return policies. So it's mm-hmm. like. And, but check I, the return policy because I didn't check it one time and I'm still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually them. just order from the same places. So I usually know them. But like, yeah, if it's like a new place, absolutely mm-hmm. have to check. Especially if it's like. I did that once when I uh, ordered something from um, like White Fox, which is an Australian based company. And oh, I yeah. like needed to take it back because it didn't like fit. But it's like no point because to oh, ship it back, to it's ship like. It back. It's so expensive. And they make you pay for that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you got to be like careful. You do have to yeah. be careful. Yeah, you do. But yeah, uh, malls are, are very depressing. I went to the yes. mall. Uh, for my Last time I went to the mall was the day of my birthday because my outfit that I had ordered didn't come in time. And I like was like panicking and I went to Zara. And I <clears> – <throat> it was the one he, like in Glendale. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, the Glendale Gal- Galleria. I was like, oh, hell no. First of all, to just park in the parking structure – was so crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, a that crazy alone. line to even get into the park. I, I was so Ew. frustrated. It was – I was like – to get to leave also was the same <sighs> thing. I was just so frustrated. And everybody walks really slow in the mall. Oh, it's People, also because it was during Christmas time. Yeah, but like I feel like every time I go to a mall, which is not often, but like – I just feel like people like who go to the mall, they like like being there and they like they're strolling. They're having a good time. I'm like walking fast, brushing past people like get the fuck out of my man, like yeah. changing lanes. Like, yeah, m- girl on a mission. Yeah, like, no, I'm, the, I'm the same. Like, what are you waiting for? What are you I like? Hate what, it. You have literally nothing to do but just walk from store to store in a mall. Get I know. to the place. I know. I'm, I know this is a me problem and I'm the toxic person in, in the situation, but I, I am very aggressive fast walker in the mall and I only and I kind of have to know what I want to because I don't want to be there long like yeah I'm the same way and it's like the sounds of a mall are weird like the echoing it's all very like specific to a mall yeah I'm like I need to get out of here 
Yes. <laughs> the wine tasting is at this gorgeous estate and Kyle gets into how this is like where she wants to be. And mm-hmm. I think I think Kyle's like, I don't know if she brought this up earlier in the season or if she brought it up online or something. I think it was in the season. Um about how she would go, she would live in like Aspen and she right. would have that type of life. And Mauricio clearly is not on the same page there. Mm-hmm. Kyle has changed a lot. Good for her. If she's, you know, I feel like she suppressed a lot of her, mm-hmm. her true self or like she didn't even know she was suppressing it for mm-hmm. her relationship with Mauricio, you know. Better late than ever, I guess. Yeah. Lunch looks delicious. They had some like pear on a plate. (laughs) Some cheese. It looked really good. I'm a sucker for some cheese. Me too. Kyle busts out the game and Crystal picks up a card that says, uh, lick a friend's toe. Mm -hmm. And fucking Sutton does it. Sutton, I'm starting to realize, especially this season, she is definitely that, that friend who is insecure like or is prudish, right? And like both, and when there's an opportunity to like show off, she'll do it. Like lighting up a joint, talking mm-hmm. about like weird stuff at, at the table in Vegas, and I'm like I'll I'll lick the toe just like for like mm-hmm. I can do it. Like I'm cool. Like I, mm-hmm. I prove to you that I'm I'm not I'm not prudish. And it's like mm-hmm. I'd always feel that way with her. She was she, like, I feel like she gets crazy when she's late night drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like she's been. I feel like she's doing some shit. They need to do like they need to stay at her house later at at night. Yeah, like I feel like that's where the real party takes place. Like her and Jennifer Tilly and Garcelle have had like crazy oh, fun nights. That probably is an interesting little uh-huh. dynamic. Right? Sutton pulls a card that says, what is appropriate communication for your husband on social media? And Kyle shocks everyone and it's like, oh yeah, no, I've had a fight with Mo over that, liking people's photos and stuff. And they're like... Be cool, be cool, be cool. It's like no one, no sudden movements because we want to get more information. Yeah, everyone. But they're was like super shocked. Ah, really? That's so funny. That's uh. And then Sutton's like, "What do you define as communicating? Is that like DMs?" And Kyle's like, "No, DMs are absolutely off the table, but just following and liking." And I'm gonna have. I do agree. Yeah, I, I do agree, agree too. Like if there's, especially if someone has been in his DMs, like if someone DMs Mauricio, clearly not respecting the fact that he's married, and then he's like, I'll follow you and like your shit. Yeah. She's dropping hints. She's dropping hints. She doesn't want to major. She doesn't want to fully throw him under the bus because of the fact that the kids are going to see this and whatnot, but she's like dropping as much as she feels comfortable. Oh, speaking of the kids, that reminds me when she's like, just, you know, before that, like in that same package when she's talking about li- being able to live other places and she was like, maybe when Portia. Portia. That I like, I was like. Isn't in school like, anymore. Didn't we kind of talk about that earlier in I the season? Like we did. Yeah. Like, I feel like she truly is waiting for Portia to get out of the house to like, I feel like that might be when she officially files for divorce. Like once Portia is out of the house. Like, I don't, I feel like mm. she, I can see Kyle still doing this limbo thing with Mauricio for a couple more years just to get Portia Oof, out. That's painful. Yeah. Um, they bring out Anne-Marie's cake. They cut the cake. There's a beat. And Kyle goes, would you ever date a woman? That was wild. And then in the after show, even the way she like resp- talks about it, isn't, it's not like – it still feels like there was something else to it. She's like, I was just saying, you know, for shock value, but also like, I do, I do enjoy this. I do enjoy that she's expanding her 
mind, I guess, of like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable because she at one point was doing everything basically her mom wanted her to do and now she's like discovering what other stuff she likes. Yeah. But it's like then we're going to get a whole scene – with Morgan singing and all that shit later. So it's just like, we. It, it feels like she's testing the waters is what it does. It's like she's like, Absolutely how do is. we feel about this? Hypothetically. Hypothetically, if one of us was to start like dating a woman like me, what would we think about that? <laughs> I, I don't know what Kyle, I, I, I actually really can't put my finger on if I feel like Kyle is intentional, like, you know, consciously right? or subconsciously doing this I because know. I'm like it seems so clear <laughs> so that you obvious. want us to know there's marital problems but you don't want to be the one that completely outs that so but you true. want to kind of be mad at whoever does so you can say that it's not your fault because you it's feel like, slightly guilty does she even know she's doing it yeah but like I can't decide if I know she's made this an actual plan or if this is just someone subconsciously sabotaging or trying to tell their friends that I am having these thoughts. I can't, I cannot tell. Because it's like, it's it's too obvious that even they're afraid to take it. Yeah, like, I'm it's so, so confused. I keep going like, back. What are we supposed to say right now? I keep going back and forth if I think this is a very calculated, planned out plot on Kyle to get out of her marriage. Or if this is just some woman who is torn. I can't. so lost and so confused. She's genuinely throwing these things out there. Like, what do I do with this, guys? I have no, I I am so confused. (laughs) Everyone's uncomfortable. Everyone's like, are we allowed to ask follow-up questions to this very obvious response you have? Yeah, because like just last week you were like, why is no one defending me when you bring up the marriage stuff like (laughs) Mo's cheating? Hey, Mo has been doing some inappropriate things on Instagram. Like, I don't know what to do. What are we supposed to say, (laughs) Kyle? Kyle, you're giving me mixed signals. Oh, my God. Do we we talk about the husband or do we not? Like, (laughs) Like, what the fuck? And you brought the game. And Morgan? You brought the game, and you, I know you knew what oh, was in those goddamn she cards. She's like, oh, this game. Oh, so funny. It's about a girl's night out, I guess. It's some funny questions. I <laughs> legit was like, when they were pulling cards, she thought that they were going to pull the card about, like, would you <laughs> test waters with women? And no one did. And so she said, she's like, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> she I'm going to fucking say it. She put it on the top, and she Crystal was, accidentally so, grabbed the like, other one. <laughs> they ain't pulling the card, so... I know I put it in there. She's like, damn it, that was the first card. She skipped it. Yeah. And she put it at the back. No one's going to get it now. And I feel like whoever did see it maybe was Crystal. She's like, no, Kyle. Kyle's in a weird place right now. No, I will will help you, my friend. I got you, girl. She's like, I didn't want you to get it. God damn it, Crystal was using you. And then then Crystal is the one who's like, would you date a woman? And she's like, (laughs) "Um, let me think about that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, let me. Yep, 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 yep. Yes, I would. Yeah, I think so. I haven't really thought about it much, but mm-hmm, maybe. And she better thank Garcelle because Garcelle kind of helped her out by she saying did. she would do it. She's like, yeah, yeah, why not? I feel Garcelle, like Garcelle, Garcelle did that on normalized purpose, it. That was, I, I was just going to say, that was a tactic, at least a tactic to be like, this is a safe place. You can totally talk about this if you want. I'm not going to judge you. Erica's it's, not here to like. These are normal thoughts. Yeah, because she's, she's only them. got like the kind of conservative friends. Like Erica would be the only other friend that'd be like, hell yeah, you know, something like that. So Garcelle's like, look, maybe not really, but hey, why not? Let's make Kyle say more stuff. See, I know a lot of people think Garcelle was coming for Kyle, like starting at Kyle's dinner with saying, was that a makeup ring? 
that Mauricio gave you or like talking about the ring. I feel like because Garcelle has gotten publicly cheated on and she's blasted her her ex, I feel like she was just trying to relate and being like, girl, we've all been there. If it's a like if it's a present because he messed up. That, like, I, I get that. And also, I get accepting it. And then also, I feel like if you have had thoughts, like, she's like, I'm helping you, girl. Like, I'm with, I am with you. Like, I'm going to make this easy for you. I'm going to set the path for you. I she choose to believe that. Because she wants her to talk about it, too. Because <laughs> well, exactly. she does want her to talk about it. It's like, Absolutely. it's happening right in front of our eyes. Like, we're not supposed to talk about it. But that's why, but then they don't know what to do when she presents something so obvious. They're like, I know. Do we take it? Like, are we yeah. allowed? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, Garcelle has a great scene with her boys, and they talk oh about- Oh, my God. That was yeah. actually- I think that was probably one of my favorite scenes I've ever seen with, like, a housewife and their kids, because it was just- felt like a really real- because con- usually when they have those type of, like, very, like, set-up conversations, it does feel very staged, and it, it felt very organic. So kudos to the boys, too, for, like, really- Well, Jax was like, I am not about to have this conversation with you on camera. I know. I liked that. Like, he was like, are you crazy? No, we're not, like- we're not doing what I know about sex with you on this camera here. No. But I love that Garcelle goes, no means no. Consent means everyone has to agree. Yes. Like, that's exactly what – I'm glad that she got that out because if any parents have sons, that's what they need to be telling their sons. Absolutely. It is very, very imperative uh-huh. that you teach your son about what consent. that means. <laughs> it is on the man, not the woman to – yeah, Exactly. Well, then we get Dorit and PK's uh, therapy. And yeah, this was okay. So Dorit wants to talk about the way PK reacted to her telling him about her triggers on the anniversary. I feel bad, but like I understood what PK meant by like, did she really need to tell me that like she wasn't triggered? In the way that, like, she's claiming she was triggered. She was just saying she's high maintenance and can't pull together a look and an outfit or whatever when he wants it to be done. She's got to do it herself. So, like, I felt – I thought I was confused because I'm like, why are you conflating these two things together? Because I don't think – she wasn't triggered like that with the kids and stuff totally. Yeah. But, like, the part that I think he was, like, irritated with was she was just bitching about how she wanted to have her, like, clothes and glam people and shit. See, the thing is, I absolutely can relate and empathize with Dorit with her PTSD, but I do, I have to admit, I do think sometimes she can, like you had to say, conflate and like take what I really do believe she experiences and then kind of use it when, to like, when she's like to, to compound mm-hmm. when she's irritated with PK or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or even Garcelle. Or, like yeah. when, with the, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's a very real thing that she suffered through and she continues to suffer through. But yeah, I when I was shocked when I saw that clip that I actually was like, yeah, PK is giving a real great example of how that this is not the same thing. So that's just you being high maintenance. Right. It's you can't you can't use th- that particular thing that you're going through in this particular scenario. If that yeah. makes sense. Like like PK goes, does does PTSD require you to discuss it right there and then? And Dorit goes, that's a really shitty thing to say. And Dr. Sarah's like, oh, it's actually, it's not shitty. He's just saying that your timing was off. And Dorit goes, that's exactly what he's saying. As if that's like, see, it's like, no, no, <laughs> that's, he's also allowed to feel that way. To be fair, though, he booked a, like a package that they, they carry at that hotel. It wasn't this like special package, like yeah. finding out that they offer this pretty woman package at the Beverly Hills Hotel is like embarrassing. 
And he's yeah. like, Dorit will love it. I'm like, Dorit would not love that. That is, that is nothing about like. That's not Dorit. Especially something that anybody can, that's accessible to anybody. Exactly. That is absolutely like, you need to have like at least there was like a concierge that customizes it or like something. It has to be like, Dorit, no. That's like off the shelf for uh, Dorit. No, Hell literally. No. And she's, remember she kept, from room to room, she's like, this is what he booked? What's this spread? Oh God! Like so, she, not it wasn't. A, it's not a great. It didn't sell the package. I'll tell you that. It, d- much. it definitely did not. The Beverly Hills Hotel package is like fuck. That really backfired. That wasn't and, the PR we thought it was going to be. Right, and I mean, I know it kind of sounds like well, you can, can't be grateful for the gesture, but it's also like it's not really a gesture. It's more a gesture for yourself if you're not like thinking about if the other person actually is kind of like how. Uh, freaking Lisa, not Lisa, Julia, the, the whole opera thing for... Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I get it and it is in a way for them, but it feels Thoughtful. like more for yourself. Yes. It's like PK showing off is what yeah. that was. Um, but then we get the the side-by-side confessionals with Dorit saying that she feels like PK's gotten harsher with her over the years. And then mm. PK saying, when I first met her, she was this bubbly, beautiful person. And over time, she has become more high maintenance. I mean, I believe that, though. I do, too. And I feel like he was practically talking about when she joined Housewives because they had to mm. elevate, like, she's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. She really is. That's I mean, look at point. Dorit pre, even, like, when she first started Housewives and look what she looks like now. And it's not even about, like, plastic surgery or anything like that. She just seems like she really, like, like she's definitely trying to keep up with like Erica. Erica definitely completely changed the game of what a housewife yep. is, especially on Beverly Hills. And yep. I feel like, you know, now P- she, PK has to deal with that. <laughs> he's like, he's British and cranky and he's like not really having it. He only has one client. So he's like, I can't <laughs> And gambling debts. Totally. Allegedly. And PK, okay, another thing, this is totally unrelated, but PK's teeth are oh, he got- so, oh, he got teeth. Yeah, because remember that was that last season. Yeah, and this oh, the overbite it is creating. He has still not figured out how to you how to talk with them. So it's like I can't. I almost have a hard time listening to him because it's like he has like a lisp now because of the teeth. The teeth are an epidemic. The thing is, like, I like don't know how I feel about the teeth because I do know some people really do need because like they just have god awful teeth. They, so they make good. To- they make good teeth. They make them. I just feel like no one on Bravo has gotten a pair, and I don't understand like why. Like Carl's teeth? I don't understand. Like, who? Someone, somebody needs to find the connect to the one, the, the dentist yes. that, that makes good veneers. Because yes. I, don't, I don't think I've seen a single uh, Bravo celeb who've gotten fake teeth that it's come not out. like all I can see. Yeah. It's like I don't know. All Maybe I they take see. a few years. Because remember Hillary Duff when she got her teeth done? I feel like it took a, a solid few years for those to like oh, settle. I forgot about that. Yeah, you remember <laughs> that? That was such a thing. It, but, like, I feel like they look fine now. Unless yeah, she's have, gotten them redone. Unless she's or, gotten them redone, yeah. Who knows? Okay. Because <laughs> they all talk different, too. Like, yeah, getting used like a, to them. But it also – so I, I went back and rewatched um, Jersey Shore Family Vacation. For, uh-huh. It was, like, research. There was a reason for Is it. Is it Ronnie? I just – no. Ronnie, Vinny, Dina. Oh, wait. Vinny Nicole, got – Nicole. All oh, yeah. of them got yeah. them. Yeah. And they're all bad. All of them got teeth, and they all then talk with the teeth. Like, it's and all so I see. And they're so white. They're so white. They don't fit their mouths, but it's like, Dina got them first, then Nicole gets them, and she, they, they thankfully, they joke about how they can't, they, they 
talk about the teeth. That's okay. a, that's a relief on that show. Oh, they do. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, they make fun of each other. Like when Vinny gets teeth, they make fun of Vinny, and like he and he like has a lisp and shit. So like at least they acknowledge it, but they don't acknowledge it on these Bravo shows, and it drives me crazy. It it also scares me like people who get like veneers that like their their actual original set of teeth are not bad you know because i know they have to shave them that's real what teeth. i think of and that that's all just the so time. Permanent. they shave your teeth down to nothing and they put the tooth on top of it i know has anybody if you haven't ever seen what they it, it, the process of that like just google that like it will literally scare you it's like some yes. like saw shit like, you have to have a fucked up grill to want to do that. So when That's, people, like, Dorit got the teeth. And I was like, you didn't need the teeth. Like, it's such a permanent thing to do. Like, I don't know how I would feel to do that to my real teeth. It'd be different if they just, like, I don't know. put it, If could, I had put bad it over. teeth, I wouldn't care. Oh, yeah. Like, if my teeth were fucked. Yeah. Sign me up. Who cares? Like, my teeth are already fucked. Like, yeah. do whatever you need to do to them. Totally. But, like. I, like I have like you know crooked like, like I don't like my my teeth are pretty fine but like I have like you know there's like you know, I'm like yeah. oh man I wish I had like I can close mm-hmm, that up but mm-hmm. I wouldn't like freaking get new teeth like there's there, these are perfectly healthy good teeth no like, I know it's the thought of them like sh- I think of that all the time whenever it, I see teeth permanent. I'm like I'm like underneath that are these little nubs of teeth <laughs> not well bitch support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane home. Now look, the new year is here. I am determined to get my place a little bit more together. So Jenny Kane, California vibin' is what I'm looking for. Instant classics, clean, effortless, totally refined. Jenny Kane has luxurious bedroom linens, iconic furniture, and they have the posiest pillows and throws, not to mention the most incredible scented candles. I have already burned through two of them. Jenny Kane is just here to help you live your best year yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code SHESPEAKS to get 15% off. I'm looking for that grown-up apartment, finally. And I want those classic, timeless, California-inspired pieces. And that is Jenny Kane through and through. Jenny Kane Home is the ultimate destination for elevated home essentials. Each piece in their California-inspired collection is designed so intentionally. You can style them in any space without a second thought. With winter weather on its way, I want to make my home as cozy as possible. And they're perfectly neutral pillows and throws are exactly what I've been looking for. There's no such thing as too many either. Every room deserves a little touch of luxury. Their stunning collection of home furniture from sofas and sectionals to iconic beds are the kind of pieces you'll have in your home forever. They also have the most amazing scented glass candles. I keep one in every room and each scent is so incredible. It's hard to pick a favorite. Not to mention, they make the perfect gift, right? This year, I really want to upgrade my tabletop game too. And their collection of classics make it so easy. And they have an incredible rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase. And joining is completely free. So find the perfect home pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SHESPEAKS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SHESPEAKS. What is this, honey? Uh, the scene ends. The scene's kind of sweet because PK does start to get like emotional. 
And that's yeah. when Dorit like drops everything. And she's like, the way she's like, baby, baby. She, the way she talks to him, like the way she talks to Jaggy. Yeah. <laughs> so she like sits on his lap and he asks if she could please articulate her feelings a little bit calmer, less irritated. And she's, and then we're, we're done. Dorit really needs someone to be broken down before she can like. She does, them. doesn't she? She needs them to like sob and cry. And yeah, that's true. That's, that's very her love true. language, apparently. Like she needs Yeah. That. That's very, very true. Um, we get a Teddy sighting, which was fucking rude. Like, really rude. They need to start doing trigger warnings. Is that that really, like... Jump scare. A, there was a jump scare. I got put in a mood. Slight yep. headache. Yeah, nausea. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't lot of good. symptoms. Okay, but then, like, here's this whole moment that happens. So, like, they, they pick up Morgan. Morgan, Kyle's talking to the, like, event planner person, and Morgan starts doing a sound check, and Kyle's like, hold on, I need to just go listen to this. And she just goes and watches her as she's doing the sound check and then they have this whole mo- like they have this whole moment where she's sitting down in the couch area and Morgan comes to, like comfort her am i reading into it or is the chemistry and the whatever between them just that obvious Kyle feels I mean, uncomfortable around – Kyle, to me, she reads, like, nervous around Morgan like you would be nervous around someone you have a crush on. I mean, I – I if they're not dating, they they are and they just don't know it. Because That's all I have to say about that. Like, I, if like, they're not I, actually officially dating, they I, are and they're just not aware of it. Because th- this, to me, is what – if Morgan was, I guess, quote-unquote, a man, I guess, but it doesn't really matter – I still it doesn't actually no it doesn't matter I I honest I absolutely think this is emotional cheating because <laughs> like, like this is uh, the there's chemist there is like energy between them I'll say that not even maybe chemistry but like I I was like are they editing it like this or is it just what it is like when Kyle's sitting there with her phone like I'm nervous and she's like you got it and the whole thing <laughs> it makes just, me feel it, uncomfortable because I'm like Kyle I was like am absolute- I supposed to be watching this. No, like if this was Mauricio with someone, oh my she God. would absolutely be pissed of how like this is I'm sorry, this is like I'm only not like jumping on Kyle because I is very clear that she is having marital problems and I mm-hmm. actually kind of feel like she has slight permission to be able to do this mm-hmm. because I feel like whatever they're kind of separated and we just don't know. So I'm like, but this absolutely to me would constitute as emotional cheating. Because there is an energy, like, Kyle just watches her sing, and she loves it, and she just falls in love with her, and, the, and like, they have all kinds of energy. Like the tattoo, like, it, this is this is so much more than a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I, sorry. I just don't know how else to put it. This cannot, like, this is romantic. You don't have to have, be, have a physical connection, technically. To like have a romantic one, and I feel like this is very romantic. It's very intimate. No, like, it is intimate. It is that's the word. It's like there is an energy between them that's like just theirs. The way in which Kyle relies on Morgan is yes. what is how you would rely on your spouse. Like yep. Morgan is is literally being her pseudo spouse in this moment for her because Mauricio's not even there. Mauricio's not even there, and that's very telling. Yeah, like if Marisa was like really present within this friendship, maybe I would feel differently. But he's complete. It almost feels like he's been completely—not almost—he has been completely cut out of everything. She she doesn't even know what's going on with her, like at all. Exactly. And it's I don't know. Like this is a big 
thing for Mauricio to be like, oh, I'm out of town. Like, he doesn't give a shit at all. That's why I I have to believe at this point they probably are fully separated and not telling anybody. They're just – they're probably living living in separate bedrooms. Oh, just keeping it, like, for the cameras? Yeah, I don't think that they're ready. Because it feels like in the beginning of the season they probably weren't there yet. But I feel like as we – I feel like we are in real time without us actually Mm. confirming it. That is – like, it's some point during the filming I think that they probably called it. Or, like – Put it on pause. Or it was just slowly declining and like right. continuing down that path that it was, which was headed towards like yeah. separation. Because he's not even there. Yeah, because it's like I feel like it's an excuse because they must not be able to even fake it at, mm-hmm. at this point anymore. Because it's like they, they, they were trying and it's, it was not working. So I feel like he's like trying to limit being on camera to save, mm-hmm. fa- save the facade that they're – I mean, he did film that scene with her, and she was like, "I'm not going to listen to anybody." And he's right. Like, oh, okay, I feel like it's that was be him. Like this. Never yeah, mind. I feel like they probably were like, "I don't know how." Like, it's the cracks are cracking. Yeah. Garcelle has a moment with Te- fucking Teddy. Teddy walks up to freaking Garcelle and is like, "Hey, the gnat's here." Okay. See, that's exactly what a gnat would fucking do. Garcelle's like, she even calls herself the gnat. Like, I get Teddy thinks that by taking on the joke, like. She's she's part of the joke. Like she's owning like she's like, yeah, I can be a part of it. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's funny because it typically should, and it still does not for her because she just so much is that mm-hmm. that it just like, yes, thank you, thank you for announcing yourself. Yeah. Anne Marie, though, <sighs> Anna Marie, excuse me. What is her fucking problem? <laughs> she talks to Marcella and Crystal. <laughs> Sutton. <laughs> it's like the literally like that's the best way to just sum the her the fuck up. What is her what is her fucking problem? Thank you. Like she sits down with Garcelle and Crystal, and the first thing is, you guys, you're friends with Sutton. So her small esophagus. And right now you're like, I don't, I don't, this isn't even an interesting conversation anymore. And then she says. Because Garcelle's like, why do you care so much? And she says, I care because I'm in healthcare. No. Oh. oh. Anne Marie claims that she asked all sorts of other medical professionals about what this was. And they all were like, look, you could say that to a layman, but a medical professional is going to question it. Okay, well, you've had two medical professionals in the Bravo-verse debunk that. So then Anna Marie says that her her uh, Sutton's esophagus issues could be a result. It's a result of something else, the symptom of something else. Like if she had an eating disorder, it'd be from throwing up. And so Crystal rightfully steps in and is like, you're implying that she has an eating disorder. And Anna Marie does the thing I, I could not even believe. She goes, those are your words, not mine. Crystal's like, you just said it. Uh, no, I didn't. All I said was a narrow esophagus is not a medical condition. Well, it's on fucking camera, okay? So you did. You did say that. What's your problem? She's so you really, want so badly for Sutton to have an eating disorder. I don't know what Kyle did to get her to like right? die on this hill, but uh, she is really trying to make – I feel like Kyle is kind of done. I don't – maybe she forgot to tell Anna Marie. She's kind of <laughs> done with the whole, the whole eating disorder thing. I think she honestly has moved on, and if Kyle absolutely forgot to tell Anna Marie about that. I really believe that. 
I really do. <laughs> and then she finds out she's still talking about it too late. She's like, oh, shit. I forgot. Yeah, I she's forgot like, to I give her that brief. literally meant to. We're Damn. Done. We're over it. I moved on to something else. God, she's so stupid. Yes. And also, even if even if Kyle was still, maybe Kyle didn't, maybe Kyle was like, no, I know. It's still, it's just weird. Anna Marie will take any little thing Kyle says and be like, oh, she still wants me to go. She still wants me to do this. Like, she's such a pick me try hard with Kyle. Yeah. But she's like proving herself with this stupid task. No, but but Dorit looks so busted. So Sutton's talking to Dorit about her father's suicide and how it splintered the family. They never addressed it as a family. Garcelle walks over to tell her that Anna Marie is coming for her. And Sutton goes, why? You're small esophagus. Dorit, bitch, you are just as guilty about this esophagus conversation as mm-hmm. anyone else. Okay. Yeah. You have t- you've been beating this too, but she's like, what? Then in her fucking confessional, she goes, Garcelle likes to light a match and walk away. No, she didn't walk away. She walked over. Sutton said she didn't want to deal with it, but Garcelle did not walk away. And by the way, at Kyle's weed dinner, you did the exact same thing to Kyle about what Sutton said. Yeah. How was this like a classic Garcelle move? Dorit, you did the same thing. Yeah, Garcelle never walks away. She always just stay. She always stays. She's like, right there. G- give me an example of that. And also, literally why- never. She literally never does that. Never does. She's never run away from any of it. The thing is, I feel like then everyone would be saying, including Dorit, if Garcelle didn't immediately let uh, uh, Sutton know uh-huh. what Anna Marie said, it would be like, why didn't you get? Oh, Sutton's your good friend. Mm-hmm. You didn't mm-hmm. warn her. Mm-hmm. It's like if someone just talked about shit about my really good friend. I immediately would tell them. And it would be different if Garcelle was like, no, you need to go over there and say something. She just gives, quite simply gives her the information and it's like warning her. Sutton's saying that she doesn't want to deal with it. And Garcelle lets it go. You know what I mean? She like, I mean, I don't see what the issue is. She's letting her friend know. She lets Sutton do with what she wants with that information. And then that's it. Dorit, her reads are always off. This is what she does. She lights an edge and walks away. No, she doesn't. She she, she absolutely does not. Actually, you. You do that, Dorit. She did literally You literally did that with Denise and Erica. That's fucked. That's not fair. See? She's all, oh my God, Dorit. She literally did do that. That's like, it just recently happened too. It's not like I have to like think from seasons ago, like to get an example. It just happened. Just happened. You did that and literally ran away. Literally. Literally got in the car, left and, and said, then, bye. And then that whole thing happened with Denise and Erica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Seven, seven dollar bundle of Denise yeah. Richard, who makes more than you or Sammy. Like, you did that. You did that because honestly, might not have happened. Exactly. So Dorit, shut the hell up. Dorit, Dorit has like thoughts on Morgan and I like it because she's kind of resentful of Morgan. I kind of love it too. Yeah. Like she's like, I met Morgan before Kyle, they got super close. And then she puts together like the last time PK and I were together with her and Mo was in London, like when I met Morgan. So she's like, she's really putting it together. Cut to Kyle feeding Morgan her cantaloupe. Which Kyle was, you, could you say, Kyle was like looking around like, fuck, people are going to say something. Because she could feel like this isn't a good look. You're 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 doing it in public, guys. You're you're on camera. Oh my god! Like, I need to know by the reunion. What, like, be for real for me. 
Stop. The exactly. Because they're like playing in our faces right now. Right. It Because like, again, if you're, I would never want anybody to be outed, mm-hmm. but it's, you can't expect me. Sorry. What did he do? He just like, hmm. <laughs> but I wasn't sure if you could hear it. Um, but. It's like you can't like dangle the carrot in front of us and then we're not allowed to talk about it. Like yeah. if you completely try to keep this off camera, yes. I would, re- I honestly would respect it, even though I don't think Kyle would respect that for somebody else if they were put in that position. But I would. I really would. But she's not. Like, so I no, you keep feel bringing her around, dangling her in front of us, feeding her can't like and knowing and, her and, <laughs> and knowing that at that time there are Internet rumors already circulating. Already. So, Kyle, you've been on this show for 10 plus years. You know how this works. That's Stop what it feels it. like she wants us to know. She does. Right? She does. It's like she wants us to know about it. So, because you I just feel like Kyle just doesn't want to blow up her own life yeah. in a sense. And yeah. she really is trying so hard to have one of her castmates. <laughs> I feel like right now it's Crystal or Sutton, whoever totally. at this point, <laughs> to just like, just. Throw the last grenade on my fucking marriage, please. Like somebody. And then I can get mad at you, but it'll all be, you know, fakey for the I camera. Know. I feel like Kyle I feel like Kyle needs but uh, yeah, she also just needs to have someone to like be pissed at too. Uh-huh. She can't just like let that be it. She's like, I also want to blame you for doing yes, it. Yes, I will be I will pretend to get mad at you and act like you have no reason or right to say anything, but I'm literally mocking you guys with this. Yes. Okay. Like, come on. Kyle. Kyle's speech is sweet about um, her friend. And then Sutton gives us a little bit more information, too, about what happened. Her, She was supposed to be at her dad's house the day he took his life. And so she, this is a big – I'm glad that we're getting more of this from Sutton, too, because I don't even think Sutton accesses these feelings a lot. Yeah. I think that that's kind of what makes Sutton such a weirdo when she responds to things, like Dorit's robbery, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when she was like, I don't like guns. And it was like, it's like because she doesn't she doesn't have a th- she needs a therapist basically yeah. to like help her work through things because if that's like if that's how her family handled things was to kind of never talk about it something that major like to never address your father's suicide yeah that's that's horrible and I, I remember when she kind of tried to a couple seasons ago when her mom was at her store and her mom was like no I don't think about it or. Mm-hmm. I don't miss it. Or did she did she say something like her mom said like she doesn't even miss her father? Yeah. And yeah. She was like we had a different relationship than you guys did. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Tough, tough, tough. Um what's so t- what's even tougher is that two days before Lorene took her life, she had said to Kyle, always appreciate your marriage. <sighs> and that's gonna it's like when it's like when Kyle's mom was dying and was like, always take care of Kim. Very conflicting. Like she gets put in the she, people. People be saying stuff to Kyle. I really know, like up times, and, and she takes it very literal. She does take it very literal, and it's like she can't even like. I mean, there's no like she can't like consult you again to be like exactly. You, you know what I mean? Like not trying to be, but it's like she's like I don't know what to do here because I don't want to. I don't want to be with my marriage, but like I also don't want you to be disappointed in me. She's yeah. very sensitive that way. Yeah. Um. She feels like she's letting her down. Yeah. But, but of course, we're like, no, your friend would be like, yeah, bye. Yeah. I mean. Also, what prompted that? Like, I want to know, like, why did she say that? There must have been a reason for that. Maybe 
I mean, again, the Aspen thing, or the Aspen when they were at, what the, the Kathy thing. So I'm, I'm sure she probably, if she's as close as, as she mm. was saying, she probably told her what Kathy oh, said. Yeah, of course. When Kyle was talking about the life she likes to lead now, she might as well have thrown in there, I like listening to Morgan sing me songs. Because she is just, she, the way she wants to live her life is like a country star. It it was very country. I mean, walking I, my dog in the mountains and she might as well say. hats. I mean, she always yeah, did like, she did yeah, always she's have always an infinity for her. Hat. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Fine. We'll give you that, Kyle. Yeah. But I feel like as of, I feel like as of the last, last season was the first time I saw the cowboy hat. Right. Band. Like, it, like she liked. She liked hats, but I didn't. Yeah, she's always before. liked hats. She's definitely always liked hats. She's just, I think it's like she's like graduated to she's that type taking of aesthetic hat. Yes, yes. She's definitely the person that like where she she's okay. I bet you throughout her life she like changed the way she dressed based on who she dated. Oh, one thousand percent. Because she was like, I feel like in the beginning she was so much more like, like. Like Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton, like very glam. Like it was crystal. Well, when we first met – oh, you mean of this season? No, like just in the beginning I felt like that was – she was more like leaned into like what a Beverly Hills person would dress like. She always wore the the maxi dresses. Yes. Because she was losing the baby weight. So yes. for the longest time she was wearing like the, the moo-moos. Yeah, but I always felt like I had like embellishments. Always. Yeah. Always. And she'd be like, they're caftans, guys. They're oh, caftans. Oh, yeah, she did. Have a, she lo- they had that whole line And of she caftans. had a whole line of caftans. Yeah. Now there's no caftan in sight. And not even a Not a mortar. one. Not a one. It is all – her outfit even. Her outfit to the thing was like a like a little tank top and tight leather pants. And <laughs> Midlife crisis. I know. Both of them. Both her and Mauricio. And like I thought, Mauricio would be more sad about it, but he is just—he's like, oh, he's, he's like, living I get to do it up, living it up. He was like, I can do this and not get in trouble. This sounds great. Yeah, they're not getting. I hope they don't end up. But back I together. think if they do end up back together, let me put it this way: if they do end up back together, I hope it's because he begged and begged and is going to change and all that. But I hope that Kyle doesn't like give in. I don't I know. I don't. Like, I think I feel done. like it won't. He won't do that until he won't like, do that. He won't do that until he's super old because he's going to be so tired and wanting to just go back to their like more simpler life. That's what people like that do. Like my grandfather would do that kind of stuff with my grandma like like up until like he died and even when he had a wife. Um, Like he wished he had the life with my grandma that he ran away from for like 40 years. Mm -hmm. And then when he's old, like that's when you want to make amends and you want to be like besties and call her every day and like now you want to be bothered with her and stuff like that. That's what those type of playboys do. Wow. They do. They get tired at the very end and they just want to like pretend like that didn't happen. We're old now. Like let's Mm -hmm. put it in the past. Like no, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Stay old and die by yourself. I was going to say no. I love my grandfather though, but – yeah, no, that's what ha- has to happen <laughs> at that point. It's like, no, you have to die by yourself because that's the life you chose to live. Yeah, like I, like I loved my grandfather, but I'm I ride or die for my grandma, and I was always team grandma. So like, whenever he would like, you know, try to, I'd be like, grandma's feelings first, uh-huh. grandma's feelings first. So f, <laughs> f off. Yeah, <laughs> that's a conflicting place for you to be in, actually. Not at all, oh. grandma. To like, like I love, I love, I trust me, loved him, loved him, but. If I have to make a choice, it would be fucking very, very <laughs> simple for me. Even Not question. even close. Not even close. That's my bestie. Oh, that's so cute. 
Next time, Crystal is going to give it to Anna Marie, and I am fucking here for it. Fucking here. She's like, you're such a bitch. I'm like, yes. I am so excited. I'm so excited. I wish it was happening right now. I know. I'm so ready for that. I'm so ready. I'm just like, I need need a good dragging of Anna Marie. She's a little too full of herself for me. She's too full of herself. She's getting away with murder over there. I know. Like, I really need her ass to be checked. And I know that they wanted to. Crystal was so smart. bad during that thing, but yeah, Crystal not the was place. smart not to. She was like, "If I even start this, because you could tell Anna Marie was looking for a fight. She was. She. I felt it from her, and so she Crystal, was. like, she took that breath, like I could take this, but I'm. And yeah, the thing is, she's going gonna look to. bad no matter what because of the particular. That's why I said everyone had to be on their best behavior. The, if even if, like, I think Crystal would have every right to go back at Anna, Anna Marie in that moment. But because of what the like what was happening, all of Kyle's like you know family friends and the friend family and friends of her late best friend, Crystal would be the villain for the rest of the season. Totally guaranteed. Totally, especially since Anna Marie is like Kyle's little alliance. Yeah, she'd be like, and she came at me. All I simply, I was like, oh. I don't know why she oh. came. Like, yes. absolutely. And Kyle would have ran yes. like at my friend. Like, I'm oh, so, God. I'm so happy, Crystal. Like. Crystal, well done, girl. Whew. Well done. If it was her first season, she might have got fucked. She, 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 might, was, mm-hmm. she was doing that kind of stuff early on. She has learned. She has learned. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm excited to let her give it to her. Yes. And we haven't, like, got a really good Crystal. Yes. Because like, Crystal, like, again, in her early season, she was combative. But I wasn't always understanding of, like, mm-hmm. where she was coming from. And I, and I would like her to finally be on the right side of history with dragging someone. And I'm, I'm fucking ready for it. Me too. Fucking ready. Ready. Ready for it. All right. Well, that wraps us up. Look, we did it in an hour and eight minutes. You're the best in the West. I know. <laughs> and we gabbed before. We gabbed. I know. Because there just wasn't a lot of content. Yeah, but we but we dissect. needed these episodes. Like It's like you have to have these episodes yeah, to like get the, the context. Episode. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't get the full context in the next right. week. Right. It's going to be a really big payoff next week. Yes. All right, guys, make sure you're following Pia on TikTok. Pia is the same handle, right? At Pia yeah. JV? Yes. I, I kind of like archived my old stuff. I'm really trying to focus on doing just like anything pop culture that comes up and just giving you my opinion on it. And it's really simply, simply that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to grow my following. So, and eventually, you know, I have some other plans that I've been telling Emily about that I'm not ready to say yet, but I have other things in the works. Yeah, so go follow Pia over there on the TikTok. It'll, uh, the link or whatever will be in the description of the episode. And all right, guys. Love ya. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams 
like Classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.